Hey guys, welcome to episode one, which is, uh, we're going to be talking about interracial marriage and some of the pros and cons that come with it. Uh, I am one of your hosts, My name is Renee. So, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about the, I guess, the pros and cons that there is about uh, interracial marriage. Which is, you know, obviously somebody from different races and, and, and where those two collide or, or sometimes meet. Sometimes uh, I think in racial marriages there is some form of collision. Um, because as human beings, there's always that uh, things that somebody else will do that will just naturally, you won't like it. Yeah, because we were raised different. Because we were raised different. And as human beings, most of us are afraid of anything that's different to us. I mean, that's also most even same race um, relationships. Like Anyone can be raised different. But I think in most interracial relationships, you have way different cultures. And maybe that's the better word for it. Yeah, because even even if I'm a, I'm Hispanic and you're white, yes, uh, white as can be. Uh, and even in in that sense, there's still as a Hispanic, there's still some kind of difference, if um, from what nation you are. Even in, even in the same nation, like El Salvador is such a small country. That's the country where I come from. Uh, I wasn't born there, but my parents come from there, and. It's interesting to note that even from from El Salvador, which is about the size of New Jersey, there's such a big difference between eastern and western, and northern and southern, just like like here in the U.S. Of course. Mm-hmm. So even then, there, there's a difference. So and people people will literally try to tell their kids not to marry the people from the west because they're so different. Wow, I had no idea. So. And, and and that's why my parents actually they they even they had that that mentality because my mom was from the west and my dad was from the east so their families didn't want them to mix. We're destined to be together. So, and, you know, and I think that um, that goes even more so into such very, very different cultures between you know. Your culture, which would be like American culture. What culture? Well, there is a a certain amount of culture because otherwise I I wouldn't have adopted that culture. There wouldn't be culture. So it is, it's uniquely American. Okay. I mean, otherwise, how could I adopt it? I guess. You know. I don't know. Like, it's. You don't think about it until somebody else comes over. Yeah, I just don't know what American culture is because there's so many different. I mean, obviously, we we got taught in like history class. America is a melting pot. You know, there's so many different cultures and races and blah, 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 blah. Whereas if you were go to another country like El Salvador, there's mainly brown people. It's mainly the same culture. I mean, I've never been, but am I wrong? There's white people there too. I mean, yeah, but they're white. Are they European? European? Okay. I mean. Of course, there's going to be always someone, but like, I think maybe I'm sounding ignorant right now, but okay, great, great. (laughs) He said yes. El Salvador is is actually, so here's, here's, it's not, I think most countries outside of the U.S., you're not going to find a whole bunch of cultural differences, a whole people from, from a lot of people from other places, because it's just... It's just the way the U.S. is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you'll find in the same store Asian person, a black person, a white person, a Hispanic person, because that's who we are, especially up north. Um, but El Salvador is not that, that way. And that's what it's I was saying. Rare. 
Yeah. Because my, you know, my sister's best friend, she happens to be from Japan. I mean, I'm not saying. And speaks like a Salvadorian. I'm not saying that there's not different looking people. There's more here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you walk down the street, you're going to see, you know, all types of different people, not just white people. Yeah. And and that's what this country's pretty much founded on. Right. Um, Yeah, so there is obviously a difference. There's a lot of differences. And, And for me, I think there's less for me coming into you because I was already exposed yeah. To the culture, and my family kind of had to make an adjustment to the culture. Um, and obviously, it was a culture shock for them. I can't imagine what it was for my parents coming from, you know, from from El Salvador and coming to here. Especially back in the day when there were, there, it really, there was no Hispanic uh, you know, immigration going on yet, that, as bad as it is today. But, um, there are things that, you know, there's changes that have to be made to, to kind of adopt the uh, culture. And so for me, I, I don't think it was as bad as it may have been for you. <laughs> Trying to like, oh, what the hell is going on? Um, especially if you come from a Christian, Hispanic culture. Um, if you, pretty much any any Hispanic kid that comes from a very Christian, very very conservative um, home will understand that their parents are really, really strict, mm-hmm. and it, 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 they are very um, they're they're not open to to. Yeah, I thought my mom was strict, you know, and I mean, she really wasn't compared to even other people that I went to school with or went to church with, like. She really wasn't that strict. Um, But there was like, oh, you can't sleep over unless I know them. Um, Which makes sense to me now. Yeah, it makes sense to me now. She probably, you know, my parents were the same way. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, I kind of had a curfew, but I never really went out either. Yeah, like, but... Like, nine, no 9.01. If I was there at 9.01, I'd get my ass whooped. I mean, what if you were working? That's different. Even when I was working, there was still problems. Like, even working, and sometimes we had a quote, we were cleaning. Right. A little later, I'd still get into trouble. Damn. And I explained myself why. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really go out until I started working. Like, there was nothing, like... If I was out of my house, she knew where I was. It wasn't, I was never a partier or I never, it was never my scene. So, um, I would just have to tell her where I was going and, you know, why I wasn't home yet at one o'clock in the morning, um, on a school night usually because I was working at Chick-fil-A and we wouldn't get done until 12 and then we would go over to IHOP across the street. Um, so, you know, sometimes I would stay out way later and she'd be like, where were you? And I'm like, oh, I just went out to IHOP afterwards, you know. Um, snuck out a few times, but I was already 18, so. <laughs> well, I mean, when I was dealing with this with, with my parents, I was 20. Yeah. Which is, like, that, I mean, even now, you, like, still don't, like, really drink in front of them. And, and I, like, I don't understand that. I'm, like, you're grown. You have your own house. You're married. Like, just uh, have a drink in front of them. <laughs> you, you know, and that's, that's how Hispanic, Hispanics never really, um, if you know, like any Hispanics out there can can actually can say yes to this. Your mom will still whoop your ass if you're thirty. If you're doing something, she said, "Don't do it in front of me," or "Don't do it at all." She'll still whoop your ass. So that there's that certain even my brother, who's more ballsy than I am, and won't take a drink in front of my mom, will literally 
pour it into a cup. It will never have the actual bottle. I mean, I've seen him with a bottle in front of your mom. But he feels uncomfortable. And usually it's after he's had a few drinks. Mm. Usually it's after he's had a few drinks. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to censor myself. Well, it, you know, again, it, and that's just me, especially because, again, you know, I, was, I was considered like the, the holy child, I guess. I mean, like, if I go out to dinner with them, I'm going to order a drink. Yeah. Because, like, I can live without a drink. I'm not a huge drinker anymore anyways. Um, like, we just went out to dinner with my mom and her husband. And, you know, I could have ordered a drink, but I just didn't want to. Yeah. No. You know? But if we're at some kind of, like, party with them or a family get-together and everyone else is drinking and I want to drink, you know, I'm going to have a drink. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm grown. Yeah, no, I get that. But, again, there's a culture difference. Yeah, maybe they'll think I'm a hoodlum. Probably, but, you know. <laughs> um, so, certain things like that, that really are different in your cultures. Obviously, food is different. Oh, so good. <laughs> I think she really got the winning ticket there. Oh my god, I mean, dude! White people, I gotta, I gotta. White say, people can't cook. Really you look like there's literally nothing. What fried chicken and mac and, and cheese? I know goddamn well most white people love Mexican or or Salvadorian food in general because Mexican kind of like I know a lot of Americans like they're like. Spaghetti, and I'm like, well, that's technically Italian. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, there's what is there? What's American food? Hamburgers and hot dogs? Is that American food? Yeah, fried chicken. Food. Yeah, that's what other people consider American food. Yeah, like, like I just when I okay, so gross. I will say when I went to 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 Italy for one week, one week. I hadn't had a hamburger. Last time I had a hamburger was on, in, when I was in the airport, I had five guys. Mm-hmm. And then after a week of being over there, and enough, not to say that the uh, Italian food was not amazing. It was amazing. It was all amazing. But I missed American food. And so we went to... to, to uh, Do you think, though, it's because... I feel like in Italy, they have nothing but pasta all the time. No, they have much more than pasta. It was it Actually, pasta would probably be the, the least that I ate there. Wow. It was usually chicken, lamb, whatever. I mean, whenever I think of Italian food, I just think of pasta. I think... Maybe not, that's Americanized. Because, because that's what the poor people ate. Which oh. were the people that emigrated here. Gotcha. Because the actual people that live over there don't eat that. Wow, they I want to go. And very good food. I really want to go to Italy. That's <laughs> well, like real. Sorry, we're getting off topic here, but I really want to go to Italy. That's another culture shock. <laughs> um, yeah, food. Wow. I mean, I love anything that's not American food. Yeah. I love Chinese food. I love Japanese food. I love Mexican food. I love Salvadorian food. Anything that's not hamburgers, hot dogs, fried chicken. Not that I don't like those things, but like I have to be in the mood for them. Or I really only eat them in like summertime. That's fair. Yeah. Meatloaf? Disgusting. <laughs> Who came up with a loaf of meat? Who? I want to I wanna talk to them about their issues in life. I think that's very American. Uh, I, so, in a, at least in the Hispanic culture, I, there's a lot of sometimes what we call half-truths. Or white lies, or exaggerations of the truth. Like, especially Salvadorians, when you're you automatically, as somebody who grew up in the culture, you always hear a story and you take it down a notch because you know 
that whatever they said was exaggerated. Dude, that's so true. So how do you feel, especially on time? uh, Because that's always gotten here. And it comes from, stems from my my culture that we we might be an hour away, but we'll tell you we're five minutes away. God, it irritates me so much. He's lying. I'm like, I'm not lying. I'm going to be there in five minutes. (laughs) Dude, but you, I feel like you have no concept of time either. It's like. So that's the thing. There's something called Hispanic time. We get there, we'll be get there. Well, that's the same thing people say black time. Exactly. Black people time. Black people time. We show up and we show up. See, I don't like that. Well, white people are just like, you got to be there right now at this time, 105, well, not a minute more. No, it's not even that. But just like, tell me if you're going to be late. Well, yeah. And then we're like, don't worry. I'll be there. I'll get there when I get there. See, but there's things that's we, that's, that we need to do. And, you know, like... How would your mom feel if you're like, yeah, mom, I'm be there at one o'clock and you get she, there at three she, o'clock? So my mom, if I tell her one o'clock, she's like, okay, around two. Cool. Well, that's what I've been telling you now, too. You're like, oh, yeah, so it'll take me about 30 minutes to do, babe. Um, yeah, I'll be in and out. I'm like, all right, see you different. in two like, hours. When you work in construction, there's so many things that can go wrong. Okay, but like even... When, like, you've said, oh, yeah, I'm, like, 20 minutes away from being home. And I look at your location, and you're, like, 40 minutes away from being home. From home. And I'm, like, how do you not, like, know the concept of, you know, you've driven on 29 a million times. By the way, 29 is, is a interstate. Interstate, yeah. <laughs> you've driven on 29 literally all like every day you know the landmarks that i usually thought were closer to home sometimes when i'm really tired i realize how far they actually are oh yeah for sure because i'm like oh like, i really move thought through. from here to home is 20 minutes it's actually more oh well like muthu is a um ice cream place near us and it's about it's a about 20 minutes away. I always thought it's, from that moment to our house. I was it was like 10 minutes, minutes. Yeah, if not 10. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm like 10 minutes away. I'm like, you're like 20 minutes and away. And I, I was like, oh, you know, damn, it's, it's actually fun. But. It's so weird, though, because, like, I work in Gainesville, which is about, I want to say 40 to 45 minutes away from our house, give or take. Um, the distance from Culpeper to Warrington is so long. And then from Warrington, you're like in Gainesville already, you know, like there's nothing. And I'm like that stretch of in between Culpeper and Warrington. Oh my God. It's like the worst. So, but sorry, anyway, we're getting off uh, topic. I'm sorry, I have um, ADHD. So, yeah, the concepts as small as those can really be, become, you know, um, a gap point in the relationship mm-hmm. because you might think the person's trying to lie, first of all. Or, second of all, you know, if I tell you 15 minutes, you're going to check my, I'm like, where the fuck did you stop? What were you doing? Mm-hmm. They could also become that. Um, but I'm trying to think of, 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 of some other things, especially when it comes to stories, like over exaggerate things. I'm like, ooh, like that's that's you know. In my family, my family, especially, they're very they have that power. From my mom to everybody. Oh my god, I heard so many different stories when something happened in your family that. Yeah. You know, we're not going to get into, but everyone, I was like, everyone had their own side and and kept to that side. Yeah, I mean, but just so many different variations of the story. And I'm like, it's like you guys are playing that game, um, telephone. Did you ever play that? Yeah. 
and like you whisper and then it just gets all jumbled by the end that's what your family's like yeah. <laughs> that's how most hispanic families are like somebody gets this this this, this by the time it gets down and i and i especially if it's coming from the source was in english oh it gets worse oh yeah i'm sure because there's that language barrier. language yeah so that's not whoever understood this guy this person understood this little bit and then they missed this other half. This other person understood the other half. They missed the other. <laughs> That's why you Ooh, absolutely and, and need so someone who. You concoct all this, all this, all the the messages they got, and put it into one single sentence is a whole different story. Oh, absolutely, and so. um. That's another thing. Obviously, that was a huge culture shock. That you know, at least with um white and black people you know depending on where the black person is from obviously um but if they were american and just black you know there's some cultural differences there but obviously if you're going to date someone of a different race but also they speak another language like oh that is obviously huge i mean I think the Spanish language is beautiful. I want to learn it. Um, you know, I want to teach our future kids mm-hmm. Spanish yeah. and everything. But it's hard sometimes because I can't fully communicate with your family. Right. And that's that's probably, you know, my, my parents have been in the U.S. for probably three de- over three decades, you know, and... They have been here, and to survive, they have to learn the language. But even then, they haven't learned it, mm-hmm. you know, very well. And, you know, there's English still, is hard. It's a very heavy accent, you know, and whatnot. So that goes to show how, you know, how hard it is sometimes to get the language and, and to really defeat the language barrier. Yeah. Your dad's better than your mom, but because my dad goes work, yeah. My mom has been a stay-at-home wife since '99, uh, so yeah, everything she did have up to the point has kind of you know, yeah. Disappeared. It's just um, it's still hard for me to understand the um, accent, even if they're speaking English, like. Right. I kind of look at you or look at your brother, and I'm like, "What they say?" Like, <laughs> yeah. and and sometimes that that can that can be um uh, 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 something that that for a wife or a girlfriend or fiance will be a a, a partner, know, yeah, yeah, burden, um, because it's like you really do want to communicate to that, you know, to the mom and. And kind of get to know her, get to you know, get to know, and, and not have a translator there half the time, which yeah. either one of my brothers, siblings, or, or you know, whatever, ha- or myself, I have to be there and translate. Yeah. And there's not that freedom of just, just having talking, them, you, know, you know, just having conversation. Yeah, because I mean, since we've gotten married, obviously we've gotten way closer. Um, and again, that's a cultural thing, you know. Um, that I guess she didn't want to get closer to me until we were married. Yeah. Um, and that to you uh, before was was very so hard, so hard, so hard. You I thought, cried several times. You were not happy with it, and I was like, give it a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's because I think. You know, I accepted it when we were dating, you know, not committed at all. But when it came to the time where we were engaged and we had been engaged for well over a year, I was like, this is hard. You know, like I'm a part of the family now too. It was hard for you to understand why after you had shown some commitment to me, they still didn't accept that as commitment. Right. And, yeah, it was really hard for me. I mean, not getting invited to family events, um, not being able to, like, step foot in their house until we were married. I don't... Did I? So you actually did go for Thanksgiving before we were married. That's right. 
Okay, but so like, they were they were like, okay, you were getting married in a few months. We're gonna we're gonna let her come in. You know, yeah, and, it was like a few months and, before and, we got and married. kind of um, get a feeling for the whole family. Yeah, because she's now becoming officially part of the family. That's another thing. Thanksgiving was so sad for me this year. Well, we had again, turkey. we adopted Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not ours. I understand. So, but I'm going to have to educate your family on oh Thanksgiving. Because, y'all, we had turkey and rice. Now, it was delicious. Your mom made a, a phenomenal turkey. Like, it was chef's kiss. Um, but I was like, where's the corn? Where's the macaroni yeah, and cheese? Where's this? Didn't we have no, that was the no. Next day. no, it was literally just turkey and rice, which is fine. I just, you know, in in American culture, we go all out. Like, there's so many dishes, not just two. Yeah, I, 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 usually there's that's pretty much been all my Thanksgivings in Hispanic culture. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I'm interested. I know you said um, there wasn't much of a culture difference, but is there anything? At least because you lived in our house, like with my mom, so in my so yeah. One of the, one of the things that was different, and I'm not necessarily sure if this is a culture difference. Or it was just in your house specifically, but it was because, um, or, and and I'm not sure if it's Lister's case as well, but you guys didn't sit down for dinner together. Um, Everyone would just take the plate and go off to, to the living room. or So to, I don't think that's normal for a lot of people. I mean... I, I don't know. I've seen that a few times in different places. In, like, white, like white households. households. Yeah, like, I think it is sometimes normal, but I know families that sit down yeah. and have a meal every night, which I wish we would do, too, somewhat, but we also don't have kids yet, so. Yeah. Um, but we kind of, because we, we don't together. have kids, we just sit, sit around and watch TV together. Yeah. That's kind of like a get-together moment. Yeah, but anyways, um, I I don't know. Yeah. I I do know there are some families that do. I think it just depends on the family because every time we would go over to like my grandparents' house, we always had dinner at the table. Like it was, I mean, maybe that's because we were over at our grandparents, but um, I think that's how they were raised. My mom and her siblings like to have dinner at the table, right. you know, set it all out, blah, blah, blah. But you also have to take into account her mom was basically a stay at home mom. Yeah. She did substitute teaching, but, you know, she was home. Right. My mom wasn't. Yeah. So we're on our own a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, it so was. That makes sense. And that's another thing, like, she barely cooked. Now, that's not a white thing. That's just her, <laughs> you know, because she was busy. But um, it was a lot of, oh, fend on your own. Find what you can. So, in the Hispanic culture, for, like, original Hispanic moms, they say that white women don't cook. And that everything is microwavable or is canned and they'll put it in a pot, but they'll never do anything from scratch. And so I was ready for that. I was in culture shock. That was my idea. When I came to your house, I saw that happening. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay. And you thought with me, when we started living together, did you think that was going to be the case? Uh, I was ready for it. I had no expectations. So I was just like, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But I feel like I make You dinner. make things from scratch. Yeah. Oh. Not like scratch, scratch. Well, you but invent stuff. You always try to make something. Yeah. I love cooking. Yeah. I really do. And I wish I could do it every night. But it's hard to do it every night. It's time and consuming. You can't cook. But that's why, that's why, you know, that's why mom said, 
when you cook for somebody and you invest this time, you invest love into it. And so that's, that's, that was the whole point. Yeah, but I mean, I love cooking and I don't really know where it comes from, but maybe it's because I never really had that much. I mean, I'm not going to say my mom didn't cook at all because she did. But she was a, she was a working she was a mom that was working to feed three kids mm-hmm. and she was single. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there, there's definitely an excuse for that one. No, yeah, for sure. That's like like you can't do both. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, drop us off at like I want to say six thirty in the morning at our babysitters and then not come home until six thirty at night. Yeah, and so. even then had to run. She was tired everywhere. already, and she wasn't gonna better cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so. sense. So yeah, no, I I, I th- definitely came to the house just with that. Like, there's gonna be microwavable things. Probably lasagnas that are ready to be microwaved or put in the oven. Pizza's gonna be there. Uh, pretty much. To be honest, what I really thought was gonna be was like lunchables everywhere. <laughs> she does have those. <laughs> oh, so, that's what I thought. Um, yeah. I mean, but what was your expectation of us moving out together? Did you have any? Or, I mean, I guess we've already we already lived together, but we're also under my mom's roof. Mm. What do you mean by expectations of what? I don't know. Just what did you imagine, like, what everyday life would look like? Um, so, I really, there was no real expectation um, because I felt like we were opening a new chapter to our life where, we, where it was a blank page and we're both going to write out how it is going to be. Mm-hmm. So, there wasn't really an expectation. Um, and then you started, you know, you cooked and I was like, wow, like... I mean, you had cooked before mm-hmm. um, already, and I, I knew you you knew how to cook. And that's, I think, in the Hispanic culture, like Hispanic guys, besides beauty, <laughs> I think the second one they'll go for is who can cook. Mm-hmm. And um, your family doesn't believe I can cook. No, because you're white. <laughs> They're like, yeah, right. She microwave that. I no. show her pictures. I show them pictures sometimes of like food, and they're like, huh, "That's microwave." And I'm like, How no, that's rude. literally she did it." She's like, "Yeah, okay. You probably did it yourself." And telling us that she did it, I'm like, "No, she." Did. All right, I gotta cook for them now. So everyone, come over to the house, <laughs> get some cooked food. So it's usually yawn. <laughs> it's usually um, the way they, that, that we were raised to view the, the, the culture. Yeah. And I think, I think it stems from a lot of my family worked for white, rich people mm-hmm. that were professionals. So you, when you're, you have, you know, you came from work and your husband's going to be at home in about, you know, 20 minutes, you really can't cook something from scratch. So, yes, you put something in the oven. Yeah, I mean, am I wrong to say most Hispanic women are stay-at-home moms? Mm. Especially, not like now. Not my family, it wouldn't, because most of my family are single moms, so no. True, true. But, well, like... I, I think if it was their first choice, they would definitely be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, I mean, me too. Yeah. For sure. Hey, if it was their first choice, Yes. But I would love that. Can I have that job? My mom actually... My Without mo- See, my kids? mom was the first one to be a stay-at-home mom out of the whole family. And she didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, but but that she was the first one to, to actually stay at home. And, and, and My goal in life is to become a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, it's also my goal to one day be able to provide so that you can stay at home. Yeah, but I don't think we're ever going to be there. Life is too expensive. Too expensive. Amish people that don't make much money can do it, so you can do it. Just saying. Ah. We just got to downgrade from the Camry to a buggy. (laughs) 
Get the horses. <laughs> yep. They don't cost any gas. Food's uh-huh. way cheaper than gas. A buggy still costs seven thousand dollars. Okay, that's way less than I'm gonna spend in gas right now. That's more than my car. Okay, but it's a one-time. Yeah, expense. but then you have to have the horses. You have to feed the horses. Okay, I'm telling you what. I'm telling you, we be with us. You have to change their their shoes. You have a to new the car is thirty thousand dollars. What are you talking about? I think we should get a horse and buggy. Bug, boogie? <laughs> buggy. Buggy. I'm down. Could you imagine being on 29 with a horse and buggy? You that story. Come on, Shelly. Um, Anyways. Have you, so what about, even with me, the thing with me is that I'm so right. <laughs> yeah, like Hispanic. Like I am Hispanic, but I'm so white. Your whole family calls you white. I am so white. Like that's just how I was. I grew up, you know, with with a lot of white friends. So I just became this white boy in brown clothes. That white boy in brown clothes. <laughs> I'm weak. Um. That. There's, there, you know, there, that I can't oh, really Jesus. say that you have really felt the whole Hispanic experience. So. Yeah, probably not. I'm not like, you know, like hardcore Hispanic. I mean, I almost dated a guy that didn't even know English. Yeah. And he only spoke Spanish. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> That would have never worked out. There's always... You'd be surprised. Most of my cousins that can't speak very good English or have been married. Well, three of them I'm thinking of right now have been married to 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 you know their wives who have your country white girls from North and South Carolina, and they can't even speak full sentences in English. Hey, and now the girls speak like Salvadorian girls, which is hilarious. I'm not saying it wouldn't work out for other people. It I'm works saying out. for me. Oh, you're saying it for you. Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's obviously a lot of differences. So, you know, like especially in language being one of the biggest differences, what's another difference that you've seen coming into the Hispanic uh, culture? Um... I I mean, I think we touched on everything, you know, like, our cats are going crazy. Um, You know, the food, obviously, language, I mean, stricter, you know. More religious. Yeah, I mean, when they're in religion, they're in religion. Like, we were talking about this the other day. Um... If they're religious, they don't talk about anything besides religion, pretty much. Yeah. Continuing to go to a church service after their church service. Oh, like, yeah. don't really watch TV. Don't, you know. If there's music, it's Christian music or religious music, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um,. It's all, all or nothing. Yeah. And that's just not, not what white people do. Yeah. I mean, some do. Some people are hardcore like that, but, but Hispanics, when they, yeah, it's way less common. When they go to something, they're like, either be something or nothing. Yeah. It's way less common. I mean, I know white people who they're, they're very Christian and they only listen to like Christian music. Um, but that's just their preference. Like they just like the Christian music. Um, but it's also mostly like contemporary. It's not like traditional. In in our in the case of my parents, at least they're very traditional Mm -hmm. and you can't listen to anything else. So, and if you don't, if you don't, li- if you're listening to anything else, then you're 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 sitting. In that in that traditional like, Hallelujah. 
Sure. Like that traditional music. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, you know what I'm talking about when I yeah. say contemporary. Like, that's mainly what I hear. Right. Um, um, and that's, I think, for like white people, that's more um, like, they're like, oh, I'm off for God, you know, but, which is great. Do you, boo? Right. Um, but like, they're like, I mean, like, I guess I'm sinning if I listen to anything else or watch anything else. Mm-hmm. And like, there's white people like that, but it's not as common. Right. Definitely. Basically, um, I guess my parents were, if they were to have like, if if you can associate something with something else, it'd be like Mennonites. You know, it's also different. Like first generation, second generation. I don't really understand what that means, but first generation that came here is like my my dad. Okay, that's what I thought. And then I'm second generation. Right, and so. Would our kids our be kids are third, generation? third generation? Wow, that's so interesting. Because obviously, my family has been here for many years. <laughs> well, I believe they traced it back to the 1800s. So you guys have been here for six generations. That's not too long. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How do so, you know more about my family than I know I about mine? Because I talk to your uncles who happen to know about your heritage. Interesting. I, so, but still, that's like, like on so the much inside, more than which you. Was your maiden name? The Pullen side actually. Is, I don't care about them. They're straight from England. I don't care about them. And they have they have actually been here for a while. I'm telling you, my mom just should have said Bishop was my last name. I would have kept that one. If we got married, I would have kept it. And and as far as bishops come, they come from the 1800s. That. First generation here in the U.S. I would have kept it. I'm just telling. You. So, just yeah, like just good. like you are, you know, the the your generations from your ancestors have been here for years now. We're just starting to build I wanna, ours. Wait, I want to put a quick disclaimer out. I like a few people on that side of the family, but that's it. Just just a little disclaimer. Just parentheses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in case they're watching and they're like, what? And I'm like, you know who I'm talking about. But no, I love you. You know who you are. Just a few people. So, One little family. Yeah, so, you know, there are differences. There are things that you have to battle. Just like any other relationship but sometimes there are things that you have to battle um, because of your culture differences. And I wouldn't say it's harder. Would you say it's harder sometimes? Maybe it is. I, don't, I haven't felt like it's hard. I think it was harder when I wasn't married to you. Yeah. That's when it was the hardest. But then I, I guess if you married, you totally accepted it and just took it as it was. Yeah, but, um, like, going back to the not feeling accepted thing, like, I know a lot of people, and I don't, is that a Hispanic thing, or is it just your parents? Um, so, I, in this case, it would just be my parents. Okay, so, maybe we shouldn't say that was a cultural difference. I mean... It's still your there, culture. There is, there's actually, so there's a lot of that that happens in the Hispanic culture. Okay, so it's not just your parents. No. But. But at least in my aunts, I didn't really see that. What I did, what, what, they weren't like, they wouldn't really be happy like with their kids when they would present a girlfriend. Because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, you're going to change in two weeks. Right. So. They would always say, maybe somebody that you're going to keep. Fair. I can see where they're coming from. But I guess me as like, you know, with thinking about my future kids, like I want to know who they're 
dating, kissing, I shit don't like really that. Care. <laughs> so our sixteen-year-old girl comes home and she's like, "Mom, Dad, I have a boyfriend." I'm like, "Okay, who is he? What does he look like? What's his social security number? You know, just so I know." I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're a little psycho. Um, no, but I, w- I would want to meet him. Wouldn't I, you want to really meet don't. him? Well, if it's my daughter, yeah. What if it's your son? Uh, then you don't give a shit? No. Oh, absolutely. I, really I definitely want to see. Where he's got his DNA and genes from. Oh, my God. So I know he's going to be a man whore. <laughs> oh, my God. So fine. I don't Can we really not talk know. about our future son like that? Like, I don't want to think about it. I don't need to know. Okay, well. Like, it's fine, buddy. Go have you. fun. We're not high-fiving because I'm not sure where your hands have been from. That's disgusting. Just go Please stop. I can't I, even think of that. I don't even and then have my, my beautiful little angel. She needs to be protected. Yes, I do need to know who. She's oh my god, on. such a so, double yes, standard. Yes, he's come in. I'm going to be cleaning my gun. And I hate you. You know, <laughs> no, um, but like for real. No, seriously, um, I would want to meet whoever they're hanging out with. I mean, yeah, the same thing with I like think, friends. See, my family being mostly guys this is what i saw that as guys they're constantly changing girlfriends because you know you're you're trying to find the right one yeah i feel like boys are more like that so anyways. you really don't care because it's gonna be going through different girlfriends every two months i still want to know what's going on in there yeah lives. i do too but i just don't want to make it like oh come here for dinner i don't care like, yeah, I think with the girl... With a girl, it's more important because you really want to know if this is a serial killer that's trying to take her out for well, a date. I don't think... For as a guy, you can kind of... See, I didn't know that about guys. Well, I did, obviously, because I've dated guys before. But, like, really, because I had no... Um, she's on top of the mantle. Um, because I didn't have any... Um, there it goes sorry about that um because i didn't have any brothers yeah um and even in my my family there's not many boys yeah it's predominantly girls on both sides um so I would say I didn't really get exposed to, like, boys being around and having different girlfriends every two weeks. and bullshit. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't like that. Because in in, in, both sides of my families are just boys, pretty much. Which scares me. I'm um, a girl. They, so, how does that affect you, though? What do you mean? Being them both my sides. It doesn't matter. Um, my do you dad not know has how a. Babies are made. Yeah, but my what's important is my mom's side is all women. What's important is your dad has. Can you listen to me for a second? His siblings. Your family, your main family, is predominantly male. My dad's side. What? Yeah. No, they're equal. Are you not listening? Females no, and males. No, babe. The, the children your father produced oh. is predominantly male. What does your brother have? Only male. So I think I'm going to break the record. You think you're going to break the record? <laughs> I think I'm going to be the one that has all, all girls. Oh, God. I can't do all girls. Me neither. Oh, Jesus. We're only having two kids. I don't know what you're talking about all. Oh, uh, all 12? Oh, fuck, no. So, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> she's going to get plastic surgery after she's done with all 12. Oh, after two, I'm getting my tubes tied. <laughs> you think I'm fucking around with plastic you? plastic surgery, not tubes tied. Anyways, who's going to listen to this? You're going to spill my coffee. Well, I have explicit, so it's fine. You have what? Mine's is explicit. And explicit. Which means explicit. Explicit. Which means you can talk about anything. Explicit. Explicit. Yeah. 
explicit. Yeah. Anyways. Um, you can cuss in the interview. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> Don't just do it. No. Um, but, yeah, who's going to listen to this podcast? Because what? You'd be surprised. My, my, my po- the, eventually, hopefully, you guys share it with other people. This is just a laid back kind of, you know, two people talking nonsense. Just living our life. Um, drinking coffee. Eating bread. And eating bread. Which getting fat and I sassy. don't really like the coffee. Anyway. Uh, I hate This is coffee. just for everybody. Just yeah. to listen to Um. So I think we're going to wrap up because I think we're at the end of our talking points and we've kind of just repeated ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, obviously we have more things coming out. Uh, the, the first one we were supposed to go, put out actually was horrible because somebody on the other end of the table couldn't keep her microphone close to her mouth. Can I do her theme song? No. Renee's in Levi's podcast oh where we Anyway, ending the program now. Go.